Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello. It is the 20th of December. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance markets as well. I think we've got to start with Magellan, Scuddy. Yeah, Magellan lost again and uh, big time. This oh, What an what a ugly story. That is savage. Yeah, so James Place, we know it's a big chunk of revenue that's going to go missing for, the, for Magellan and there's already enough concerns about no outflows, no losing key personnel. It just couldn't come at a worse time. Yeah. Where, I mean, where, one where, where begets the other, but yeah, you know, you've had a lot of people, we have, and I'm not, you know, pointing fingers, but saying, oh, Magellan is looking like a buy. You know, this is weeks ago, but... Um, now the question is, so how far does this go? Does it continue to snowball? What changes need to be made at Magellan to help stem the bleeding? Macquarie was out late today saying that by its numbers, based on what's publicly available, it anticipates that uh, we could see a $66.5 million reduction to net profit by the loss of this St. James Place mandate, which is about 14 to 15% on a full-year basis. I mean... It, it does. You just get that catch a falling knife yeah. type feeling. And if, and if other institutional investors see one go, then naturally they'll probably start reassessing their position as well. Funds under management, we know they're important when it comes to uh, dictating where these asset values are. So, if, uh, yeah, keep a really close eye because uh, maybe one one brings two and two brings three. Typically, typically goes like that. All right. So we've talked about the elephant in the room today, which was Magellan. Um, look, market overall could have been better. <laughs> Let's just say that we did have a negative lead in from the United States. But, uh, you know, the big banks coming under pressure, the financials, Macquarie was down by 1.6%. You know that some people will be thinking Macquarie is looking like a buy at this level. And BHP going its own way today, down by eight-tenths of a percent. Well, we saw Fortescue up by two and a half. What do you put Fortescue's move down to? Is it iron ore price purely or is it that we had another release from Fortescue Future Industries? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. It probably is the latter, uh, honestly. But you, I know that uh, iron ore prices, of which like the three big you know, BHP, Rio and Fortescue derive almost all, or in Fortescue's case, all of their revenues from. Uh, but the one thing that's really been noticeable, I went and put a chart up on Twitter today, was uh, just how far those lower grades have lagged the rebound in, in mid and higher grades. It's really noticeable. It's the, uh, the widest it's been now, that uh, discount for, uh, for lower grades. Uh, the, the highest has been in 25 months. So um, I'm going to go with a future industries fund, uh, potentially, uh, and a bit of uh, day trading in pretty thin market conditions. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, Blue Show of Steel uh, was up by four, yeah, just over 4%. It has completed an acquisition. Viva Energy forecasted its earnings in 2021 would be double what they were a year prior. And that was one of the best performers on the market today. It was up by two, well, pretty close to 3%. Helios as well. Still some uh, some brokers weighing in on Virtus Health, dropping that Adora bid. And Clinivelle was up by that 3% today. Uh, and that was on yet another study to evaluate Sines. 
as a, a therapy. I'm um, glad you could pronounce that drug. I always struggle with yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, I had to pause in case you hadn't noticed. Uh, so look, there were a few corporate stories, but look, we are in a period of low liquidity. Uh, moves can be very exaggerated. I dare say that's part of what happened with Magellan, um, perhaps some, some short selling as well. Um, but it's going to be one of those weeks, isn't it? That news is a bit thin on the ground, but, you know, as we can see coming from the U.S. in terms of that uh, build better back scenario unfolding in uh, the U.S. house, you know, you never know what's going to come out of left field. Yeah, there's uh, always the potential for extreme volatility and flash crashes and the like during this period of time. We've got uh, Omicron concerns and are continuing to go and simmer beneath the surface. And uh, I've read multiple things, both positive and negative, about the virus strand today. I am no closer to knowing whether I should be concerned about it or not. But I know that's enough uncertainty to go and keep markets pretty jumpy at the moment. Throw over the, uh, the mix of that, what's going on with central banks, the, uh, the Fed sounding pretty hawkish. Looking through Omicron, it's going to be a pretty, you know, the next few, next few weeks will probably set the tone, I imagine, for what we'll expect for most of 22. Well, you know, we talked about breadth, uh, the narrowing of breadth in U.S. markets. We've also talked today about, you know, the shift that we're seeing out of cyclicals into more defensive areas of the market. So, yeah, everything is very live. We're also keeping a very close eye on China as we head into 2022 as well. But yeah, a five basis point uh, yeah. cut to the loan prime rate. So for those who are unaware, the loan prime rate is basically the benchmark rate that all new and existing loans in China's private sector and public sector are set off. So uh, it's policy easy, uh, a really nice one, but very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I noticed that Chinese stocks didn't really uh, like the news too much today. So maybe it's saying more about the state of the Chinese economy than uh, potentially optimism about what it may bring. Maybe it- when a war. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, we've got a couple of interviews you might want to take a listen to. One was on the global IPO market, and we had some um, insight into the Australian market as well, what to expect in 2022. That was with Duncan Hogg from EY. Uh, you had a good chat with Justin Tyler from Daintree. Yeah. Not, uh, not the kind of stuff that investors want to hear, so I'm not going to give it away, but yeah, pretty, pretty bearish, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't mind that. It's like, yeah, volatility, I like it. He's in fixed income, and we've got... Uh, yeah, plenty, plenty up there if you want, would like to. If you've got a bit of time on your hand, perhaps you're doing a bit of gardening on the Monday evening, you just put your, your earphones in and listen to some of those interviews via the web or our app. Um, we also, I should should say that Magellan was the stock of the day. Pagey, Andrew Page from strawman.com is sitting in the hot seat this week as everybody enjoys their Christmas holidays. And he was speaking with a couple of my favorites, Gaurav Sodhi from Intelligent Investor and Nathan Samasundram from Deep Data Analytics. This is their take on Magellan. Guys are really good when markets are normal. This is not a normal market. So in the short term, I think with what's happening and the media beat up, it's going to be tough for them. At this point, I'm not trying to pick the bottom, but look, they know what they're doing. When the market normalizes, this is a stock that I want to get into, but not right now. So it's got everything going for it, and yet somehow this has become the stock that we are now arguing about. It's the battleground stock. Superficially, the market's reaction to the redemption appears absurdly negative. I, I, I would say it is it is dangerous to to buy when a stock falls 30% in a day because that the market's really giving you a signal there. Um, and I think you ignore those signals at your peril. I would hold back to a hold, but I don't think this is over for Magellan. And that is their view on Magellan. 
And I don't think that that is going in the portfolio just yet. I will point you to our AusBiz Advent calendar. There's uh, at least one in there that's picked Magellan. And and if you haven't got yourself across the AusBiz Advent calendar, it's great. Uh, every day, we ask one of our expert guests for a stocking stuffer. Stock, get it? Ing stuffer for 2022. And we've actually had a couple sector picks in there with that theme being picked in there. So yeah, you can check that out. We've got a whole, the whole, all, all 20 days so far up on the website and the app. And we'll continue to do so right through to Christmas Eve. A bit of a contrarian slant there with Magellan. I like it. I like it too. All right. Let's, uh, well, there's not really any economic data of note. We do get I'm hanging out index. The, hanging out for the RBA minutes. Are they tomorrow? I didn't even realize yeah, they were tomorrow. So I, think, I think Philip Lowe, during his speech last week in Wagga Wagga, yeah. uh, I think he basically read out what's going to be in the minutes because there was <laughs> that's what it sounded like. So, yeah, don't hold your hut for uh, any volatility out of that event, but uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a special special uh, devoted uh, box to go and you know, startle people up. But, Annette uh, must just, she'll be losing sleep tonight over those RBA minutes coming out tomorrow. Ah, we all are. Is it Wagga Wagga? I think you're making fun of me when you say Wagga Wagga now. Because <laughs> yeah. I said Wagga Wagga, I think, the other day. Yeah. Well, he's, Sorry, you, you got it right everybody. Home. Don't just say Wagga. You, you can't just say that. Wagga Wagga. Yeah, Wagga Wagga. Okay, got it. Noted. Hey, Scotty, this is our last podcast together for a, for a couple weeks. I'm, I'm hanging the, uh, the old hat up for now, the Santa hat up. Yeah. But uh, I hope you do have a good Christmas. Hey, happy Christmas to everybody out there listening and uh, all the best in 2022. Let's hope for a year of good health and prosperity. Yeah, and not only from myself, but from the entire Ausbiz team. We hope you have a fantastic trip back home to Canada. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, lots, of, uh, lots of time with friends and family and uh, be safe. And I uh, look forward to seeing you in Will 2022. Do. All right, Scotty, have a good night. You too. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.